What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Got another great podcast for you today. Going to be a little bit different than normal. Uh, it'll just be me today. Uh, Seth won't be joining me, but super excited about this podcast. Uh, like I said, it's going to be a little bit different. So I had an email come in to me, uh, and I, first of all, thank you for all the emails that you guys all send in. Um, we appreciate the, the questions and information that you all send in. We learn a lot from you all and, and are grateful for the information that you guys give us. And, and we learn from the questions that you ask. And so today's going to really be about uh, a question that was sent in. And we try to answer all the questions that come in. I think we do a pretty good job of getting back to everybody. But um, this question is one I thought, man, this would be a great podcast, especially because right now we are um, getting all the results from our, our mo- well, most of our Western states. Most of Western states are actually, yeah, they're coming out with all of their uh, draw results. So a lot of people... Um, today and well, I guess yesterday I got my results yesterday for Utah, but Colorado's coming up. Um, Nevada came out, Wyoming. So a lot of the draw results are coming out. So congratulations to those that drew a tag. Sadly, I got my email yesterday and I did not draw anything for Utah. I thought I was a shoe in for my my elk tag, but Sounds like there was quite a few people that jumped from some units in, in Utah and jumped to the unit that I put in for and didn't get my tag. So pretty bummed about that, but nobody in my house got a single tag. And, and that's going to be kind of par for the course for a lot of people this year due to the uh, the drought and the things that happened this year. They had to cut tags and reallocate tags and things like that. And so due to that, um, yeah, just a lot, of, a lot of people won't be getting tags. And I am one of them. So Seth drew a, a Utah archery tag and had another buddy. Well, he's been on the podcast before, Tyler. Uh, Tyler Stout, he drew a pretty sweet tag as well. He drew his sheep tag. So uh, congratulations, and, and, and that's awesome for you guys that, that drew those tags. But um, the, the, the question that came in is, is kind of about hunting in the West. Well, definitely, it is hunting about, about hunting in the West. And so I thought, man, is these draw results are coming out. This might be a great time to do this podcast so that you all can, uh, you know, help plan your trips and, and your plans for this upcoming season. If you're one of those lucky ones that, that was able to draw a tag. So, um, before I jump into that, uh, before we start the podcast and get too deep into this, I want to, as always thank the, the sponsors and supporters of this podcast. First of all is Onyx Maps. So grateful for them and their, their partnership. We actually will have a podcast coming out pretty soon with Dylan Dawson over at uh, Onyx. Going to talk about some of the new stuff coming out for them and, and some of the new initiatives that they're doing. So look forward to that podcast and, and grateful for them. Make sure and check them out, Onyx Maps. And then also, of course, Manscaped. <laughs> We've gotten some good uh, good feedback on the, the Manscaped stuff. Uh, some of the funny recordings that I've been doing. Um, <laughs> in the middle of the podcast, I know you guys have, have loved that. <laughs> so they were, they were pretty fun, but, uh, appreciate Manscaped, uh, check them out. Um, we're using their stuff, uh, all the time now. I mean, it's all, all we use for, for manscaping and beard trimming and nose trimming and all the fun stuff of being a dude. Um, but check them out at, at uh, at manscaped.com. Use the code eHunter, get yourself 20% off guys. That's huge on some of their stuff and their stuff is a little bit more expensive than what you can find at like Walmart or, or whatever, but man, you, you get what you're paid for. We're going to talk a little bit about that today. Speaking of getting what you paid for, but, um, 
it's really good stuff and with it, really with the discount you're down to you know comparable to what you're going to get in some of these stores so use that discount help support us here at the podcast and uh get you some some money off on on some really good products and of course lastly is vortex optics and we're going to talk a lot about vortex optics today uh, they're definitely our, our tried and true and we appreciate them and all that they have done for us and continue to do for us here at the at, at eHunter for the podcast the website everything great stuff and so again we're we're going to talk a little bit about that today also guys if you're listening to the podcast on apple podcasts or spotify or wherever this may be a podcast you're going to want to go to youtube for um because i've got my video going got the, the camera up and um i'm going to be talking about a lot of products today and so to actually see these products it may be a good time to actually be on on youtube so instead of having just a normal stock image on youtube for this this podcast we're actually gonna have a video up on it so um yeah check that out you can definitely listen to it and you, you're probably familiar with a lot of these products well some of you may be but um if you're not highly encourage you to be watching on youtube so i just waved at you guys if you're on if you're not listening to <laughs> if you're listening on the podcast <laughs> oh gosh all right so the question that i got uh, in, in this email was from a guy. Uh, let's see. I'll try to keep him anonymous. I don't know if he wants me to mention his name or his, his email address, but, uh, he is from Wisconsin. So, uh, his email, uh, I'll paraphrase it. He asked a lot of questions. Actually has some really good points in here. Thank you. You know who you are, but thank you for, for that, all the, the points you made in this, but basically, Hey guys, uh, I'm planning on a, a hunt out West in Colorado this year trying to get prepared for it i'm thinking that i would draw that tag and it's something i've been looking forward to do in doing wow looking forward to do for a very long time uh, one of the questions i have is for us coming to hunt the west for the first time what products and gear would you recommend that we bring on our first hunt out west so he, he goes on and, and asks some other questions and i responded to his email but i thought man what a that's a great question because um, we, we use a lot of different stuff. We're all kind of gearheads in a way. And I thought, man, this would be a great time to talk about some products that we use. And so I responded to him with 10 products and it really wasn't the top 10 products because, you know, if you're coming out West, it's been, you know, it depends on whether you're doing a truck hunt, you're going with a guide or an outfitter, or if you're, uh, you know, backpacking. So, so this list or these, these products that I have really could be used for all the above. And that's why I, I did it that way. If this was a backpacking uh, question, this, this list will look would look a little bit different. But honestly, these things would be included in that in that list. Um, and it's not necessarily like a top ten. Like this is my number one through ten. Uh, they're in real no partic particular order. Uh, there is one that kind of stands out above the rest. It's probably is my number one on this, and we'll start with that one. But um, really, there there's no yeah rhyme or reason as to the order in which we're going to do this. So again, if you're watching on the podcast or I'll watch on the podcast on YouTube, probably going to be a little bit better as I, I kind of show you some of these things. So let's jump into it. So the first one that I have, and again, this is definitely number one is a really good backpack. So all the other items I'm going to talk about today are things that you put in your backpack. And um, if you don't have a good backpack, you're going to struggle, especially in the West when you're trying to hike up these mountains and, and whatnot. So, so this is my backpack. This is the, the QU, QU Pro Pack system. 
So, so basically this system, you, you have your, your straps, your frame, which is a carbon fiber frame on this. It's an ultra light pack. And then the bag itself, I have two bags for this. This one is, oh, well, I guess it says right here. This is the pro 2300. Um, so this is actually my day pack. I use this for my day pack. It's a little bit bigger. You can get smaller ones that are like 1800s, but I like a little bit of a bigger pack, even for my day pack, just because I can, I, you know, it has more room to put stuff in. And the great thing, great thing about Kuyu is it's still lightweight. So you're really not sacrificing uh, weight to have a little bit of a bigger pack. So, um, this thing really does everything for me for a day pack. I can put everything in it. All like I said, all the stuff we're going to talk about here today. Also, you know, say I, I you know, kill an animal and I need to pack it out. It has the load shelf, the, the pack and the frame kind of separate a little bit and it becomes a load shelf in there that you can put in a, you can put a whole elk quarter back there. So, uh, you can pack a lot of weight with this. And that's the other cool thing is with this pro system, you know, I have my big bag, which is like a, I think it's the 6,000. And that's for like when my backpack hunts, when I'm, you know, going backpacking for a week, I can put my whole camp in that back in that pack. And actually what I'll do is I will put this pack in that pack <laughs> and then all my other stuff. When I get to camp, I'll actually take that bag off, put this bag on and, and let that one sit off to the side until I'm ready to pack out and have this as my day pack up there. But, um, so I use, I use both packs. I've actually only had this for a little while. And, and so, um, haven't had, uh, haven't got to use it a ton, like on, on backpack trips or like, you know, long week long overnight trips, but have been using it for, for hikes and shed hunting. And it's a great pack. It's the most comfortable pack I've ever been in or ever used. So there, there's several upper, upper echelon packs that I think you can get that would, um, kind of meet the needs that this does. Again, this is an ultra light pack, which is very nice. That's the one thing I love about Kuyu is they're very ultra light, but there, there's other packs you can get. You can go and get a cheap pack from Cabela's or Walmart, but you're probably going to suffer a little bit from that. It's not going to have the, the ergonomics and the cushioning and the the systems that, that some of these higher end packs have. So I, I love this pack. Um, like I said, super comfortable. I, this is in the, the Kuyu Verde color. It's my favorite camo that they have. Um, my, my brother-in-law would disagree with me. He likes the Vias or Vias, however you call it, whatever you, however you say it. Um, but I, I really like this, this pattern for, for Kuyu, but to each his own. But anyways, a lot of different packs out there. But first thing I would recommend if you're coming out west to hunt and you're going to be hiking up mountains, or even if you're truck hunting, when I go truck hunting, it's the first thing that goes in the truck or the side-by-side. -side. Um, if I'm with an outfitter, I still have this on my back to pack out an animal or keep all my gear in or, or whatever. So get a good backpack, um, can honestly make or break your hunt. So I'll put links below to all the products we're going to talk about, including the, the, the Kuyu backpack. Um, I might put some other ones on there just so that you can see it, but, um, yeah, love that pack. So backpack is really that number one. Again, I said, I, I said, this is a one to 10 list, but the, uh, the backpack's kind of number one cause everything else is going to go inside of it. So, all right, let's go to really, and this might even be my number two, but <laughs> this guy should have actually done this in a, in order, but it's really not, I promise. But number two item that I want to talk about is the second thing that I always grab when I'm going hunting. I guess I always grab my weapon first, but my backpack is always kind of like that first thing that I do. 
but that is a good pair of, of uh, binoculars. So I use the Vortex uh, Razor UHD, so the ultra high definition. These are the 10 by 42s. Um, I like the 10 by 42s versus the the bigger 18s or whatever because because they're lightweight and I can use these for you know archery hunting or truck hunting or backpack hunting or whatever you know they don't they don't weigh very much um, but I, I really love these for glassing so this is the you know top tier for, from vortex uh, very high-end glass you don't have to do that but you got to remember when you're hunting out west you're looking a long ways. And so you want to have glass that you can you can trust. And so I love this glass. Um, these things have been amazing for me. And uh, I got the the outdoorsman's uh, post on here. I'm going to talk about tripods here in a minute. But there's an adapter on my tripod that this clips into, so I can just clip this into my tripod, glass all day long. Um, get you a good pair of binoculars. And, and a lot of people, or most people that hunt, have binoculars, and most of the ones that you have will probably work out west but just remember that you're going to be looking a long ways and so the better the higher power that you can get probably the better or the better clarity that you can get and quality the better so um, i keep these in this kuyu pack this isn't an, an item on the list but this is the the kuyu uh, pro bino harness i've uh, been using this for about a year now i love this bino harness i've used several of them i've used the the horn hunter one i've used the vortex one um quite a few of them I just I, I love how these uh, how lightweight these are how keep how close it keeps it to my chest the different pockets on it. I don't have any of the other pouches on it but you can get all sorts of different pouches um, like I have one for my my bullets rangefinder um, there's one for a phone I don't have that one but lots of different little uh, accessories <laughs> you can you can accessorize your uh, your bino harness these days but uh, it's pretty awesome. Uh, I sweat a lot when I'm out hiking, and so this thing, uh, you know, it's got this nice little material on the back. If you're watching the video, you can see there. But it's similar to what's on the, the backpack, so it kind of allows your back to breathe. It doesn't get you all sweaty and gross, and yeah, I, I love this this pack. Again, this wasn't one of the items that I was going to talk about, but since I brought my binoculars out, I figured I would just talk about this. I'll, I'll put a link to that one as well below, but uh, yeah. Love that that bino harness, but make sure that you have a good set of glass if you're coming out west, because that'll make or break your hunt. We spend a lot of time behind glass nowadays, and uh, well, I spend a lot of time behind glass. A lot of hunters do. Historically, we didn't, and I didn't. Um, I used to just beat the brush. I would walk and walk and walk until I jumped something up, and and then hunt it that way. Now I sit on a, on a hillside and and do a lot of glassing until I can find the animal that I want. I've just learned to, to hunt smarter, not harder, and it is so nice to just sit on a mountain, pull out the tripod, put the the, the glass on there, and just, just look for animals. So a lot of you guys are probably wondering, we've done podcasts on this in the past, but a lot of you guys are probably wondering, well, Taryn, why do you use a 10-power binocular? Why don't you just use the 18-power? The that way you can see further. I like the 10-power because it gives me a bigger field of view. So I can put it on one area, and I don't have to move my glass very far. I can sit there and pick trees apart and the glass on an, on the Razor HD is is amazing. So I can see that. And I can pick out those animals as I'm as I'm doing that. And then if I see something and I'm like, "Okay, I I want to uh, really take a look at that." Then that brings me to my next item that I feel like you really should have if you're coming out out west. 
And that is a really good spotting scope. So again, this is the upper echelon from Vortex. This is the, the Razer HD 85 millimeter. Um, this has been my tried and true spotting scope for, for a very long time now. And it is the best of the best. I love this, this scope. Um, I've got a quick release for my, my tripod so I can interchange my, my binoculars and my uh, spotting scope very easily. Sometimes I'll take two tripods and have both of them there if I'm in the truck, then it's easy to do that. And I'll do that from time to time. But you know, for the most part, I just have the one tripod and I'll, I'll switch them back and forth. But if I really want to look out there and see what it is and, and really be able to tell, like, is this an animal that I want to go after? That's where this comes in handy. You know, if you're looking through your binoculars, you'll look at it and you'll be like, okay, that I want to get a closer look at that. So I can really see what it is with a spotting scope. You really don't have to do that. You can just look at it <laughs> and, and uh, you really feel judge it and, and get a good idea of what you're, what you're going after um, without having to get closer to do that. So I, I love this, this spotting scope. It has, has done wonders for me. I do a lot of video through it, which we'll talk about that here in just another minute. Um, but you know, you can do the high end, high power uh, binoculars. You can do the 18 powers from, from Vortex and you really can see out there a long ways, but I'll I'll tell you what when it when it comes to really like look you know zooming in and getting the <laughs> the nitty gritty of an animal and scoring an animal from a long ways away, it really is nice to have a, a spotting scope. Now you don't want to glass all day long through it; your eyes will be so tired. The eye relief would, would just kill you. But um, and there's some other there's some workarounds for that. Some people use like eye patches and stuff to to really glass a lot with their with their spotting scopes. I'm not like that. I'll glass all day long with my binoculars till I find the animal and then I'll pull this up and, and really take a, a good close look at it. So get yourself a nice spotting scope. It doesn't have to be the, the Razer HD from Vortex. They have lower end models. They have the Viper, the Diamondback. Um, and and I'm, I'm not saying you have to use Vortex either. It's just what, what we use and what we love. And it's, it's hard to beat. You get the best bang for your buck with Vortex VIP warranty, all that. So have I sold Jays on it yet? <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Um, so I, again, I love this, this spotting scope. It has, uh, it's helped me identify a lot of animals that, um, I've gone after and it's given me some great shots as well. So get yourself a good spotting scope. If you're coming out West doing big game hunting or really any hunting out West, cause we look long distances out here, you know, for uh, I almost said his name. Uh, I'm probably gonna do that. If I do that, I'll try to cut it out. But um, you know, him coming from Wisconsin, you know, you're not getting up on peaks and, and looking very far. It's so thick, anyways. It's a whole different type of hunting out there, and I know it's different in Texas and a lot of other places. So um, I'm really speaking for hunting like Colorado, Utah, Nevada, Wyoming. The, these areas where you really need to look a long ways. So good spotting scope makes a huge difference. All right, next one I want to talk about is a headlamp. So this is the Peaks Equipment uh, Duo headlamp. I've used quite a few. I can't even tell you how many headlamps over the years. And and I've used some really good ones. So I've used the Black Diamonds. I've used the, the Petzels. I have a Petzel. It's actually right over there. And <clears throat> it's great. I've, I've loved these, these other headlamps. Um, but I'll tell you what, once I found this one, this one was a, a game changer for me. So historically I'd, I'd carry my headlamp and I'd carry a couple flashlights with me. 
And what I've found is since I've gotten this headlamp, I really haven't had to do that. This one is kind of the, the be-all, end-all. It, it does everything that I, I needed to do. It's super, super bright, and uh, it, it's one that I've, I've just come to love. One of the things that I love about this headlamp, if you're watching on, the, on YouTube, I'm going to spin open this end that has the power button on it. And, and if you, I don't know if you guys can see that, but there's a little USB-C charging port right there. So this is a rechargeable headlamp. Pretty much everything that I do now is is rechargeable when I'm when I'm hunting. So whether I'm taking the camera, uh, my phone, the GoPro, uh, a lot of things, um, headlamp. Now I I charge everything when I'm in the in the backcountry. Uh, whether I'm backpacking with my um, my solar panels, and I didn't I didn't bring my solar panels for this this list because this isn't a backpacking list and if you're in a truck you really don't need the solar panels but um but i love this rechargeable one because every night you know when i'm done usually you go back and you plug your phone in right you want to charge your phone well really no different with your headlamp go back charge your headlamp and, it, and it's ready to go the next day the cool thing about this is it really does it lasts for for quite a while so i haven't pushed the limits on it um i've gone about three or four days uh, of using it with the uh, and using the headlamp each and every well morning and evening, so I'm not using it a ton, but um, you know a few hours each day and it's it's lasting. So and then I'll charge it up. Like I said, I haven't pushed it to the point that it, it's actually dead, because um, I don't like getting to that point. But you know a headlamp it, it can be priceless in the mountains. Um, it's nice to have your your light you know so that your hands are are free to to hold your trekking poles or whatever. Um, but it's it's so nice to have a a, a light because when we hunt is is usually early mornings and and late evenings and so usually when you're coming in in the morning you want a headlamp to get where you're going on your way out you need a headlamp to get out or if you kill an animal in the evening you got to dress that animal at night and so you want a good headlamp to to be able to do that and and this one does it has multi colors and again super super bright but it, it's hard to beat the, this peaks duo but and I'm not saying you have to have the peaks duo. But I would definitely get one that's a, a good one. The Petzl is a great one. Black Diamond is a is a good one. And actually, this one for the price of, of the the Peaks Equipment Duo, it's hard to beat. Um, you know, it's cheaper than the Petzl. It's about the same price as the Black Diamond, and uh, I think you're getting a better quality headlamp with this one. So, anyways, get yourself a nice headlamp. If you're coming out here and, and really anywhere, if you hunt anywhere in the country, in the world, a good headlamp is, is good to have. But especially out here because um, some of these places we're hiking to are, are pretty treacherous and it's good to be able to see what you're looking at. So, all right, next item is a power bank. So now I said this list is for, you know, if you're backpacking or you're with an outfitter or with your whether you're truck hunting or side-by-side -side hunting. If you're truck, if you're in a truck or side-by-side, -side, obviously you have charging ports to charge your phone and, and everything like that. I still recommend carrying a uh, a power a power bank, a battery bank. Um, the reason I say that is because you never know when you're gonna, like I said, kill that animal at I don't know what time. Say it gets dark at six thirty, and you kill that animal at six o'clock. You know, it takes you three or four hours to to dress that thing and, and take care of it. And, um, you know, your phone could be low because it's the end of the day or your light could be low because you forgot to charge it 
or you're a video videographer and your your GoPro is getting low. Anyways, um, there's a lot of different reasons why you need a, a power bank. And so pick one up. I've used multiple ones. Um, I've got a, an Amazon one that I used for a very long time that had the solar panels built into it, but I've changed up my system now. This one is the, the Dark Energy Poseidon Pro. Um, it's a 10,200 milliamp battery. The reason I switched to this, um, so the, the Amazon one that I had was a 20,000 milliamp battery pack. And so you think, well, Taryn, why would you go from a 20,000 down to a 10,000? Well, what I found with that Amazon one was the quality of it. I mean, it was a nice one. It worked great, but it did not handle the cold at all. And we usually hunt when it's cold. And so when it got cold, it would drop its battery uh, capacity a lot. And so although it says it's 20,000 milliamp and in great conditions, it probably is, it would drop down to be lower than 10, I would bet, probably eight milliamps. And so I bought the Dark Energy because it's about as bulletproof as you can get with a, a battery pack. Um, it's waterproof, shockproof, uh, doesn't uh, lose its battery charge in the cold. It, it's a pretty amazing little battery pack. can charge my phone. I haven't ran it clear empty yet, but I can usually charge my phone about four times, uh, maybe a little bit more. But you, what I've done is I've charged it four times plus my, my headlamp a couple times. Um, charge cameras. It'll charge GoPros. So I like the Poseidon Pro because if you open up, so it's, it's got this little snap cover here. And when you pop it open, it's got a USB-C port and a U, USB. What is this one? USB-A? I really don't know actually. What is the what's the original USB port? If you guys know, <laughs> leave a comment down below in the video or on the podcast and uh let me know. I I know that's my USB C because USB C is pretty much what I use for everything. Like I said, on my headlamp is a USB C uh port. On the the new new GoPro that I got is a USB C. Most everything now is USB C. So um so that I love having that because then I can just USB, do USB-C to USB-C and charge my items. Also, that's how you charge this power bank is that that port. Um, but it still has the old USB port that you can use uh, to charge things with that port as well. It also does have a, uh, a flashlight on it. I said I didn't carry any other flashlights. I guess I do because I have one on here. But I don't really use... Well, I shouldn't say I don't use this. I have hung this up in, the, in a tent and turned on that light and it was kind of like a, a lantern for the tent but <clears throat> that's really all i've used it for in regards to the light but great little battery packs the poseidon pros are a little bit uh more money than what you would think or want to spend for a, a battery pack but super lightweight does not weigh hardly anything at all so you're not going to notice that it's in your backpack stores that power for a very long time um interesting story i charged this up and i didn't use it for probably a month and a half two months and then i went i was like oh man i better charge that thing before i you know go shed hunting and i came over here and it's got a little tester on the side and i pressed that and if you're watching the video you can see the little dots line up actually it is still it's still a full charge i haven't charged it for i don't know how long but it holds its charge. It's amazing. It's amazing little uh, little uh, battery pack. So great little tool. I recommend having that no matter what kind of hunting you're doing. It have it in your pack just in case. All right, 
Next item is <clears throat> game bags. So, you know, when you're hunting in, in some of the areas in the country, you can back your truck up or your side-by-side up to, to the animal, load it in there, take it back to the barn, hang it up, skin it, all that, which is really nice. I, I, that actually sounds really lovely. Um, <clears throat> out west, for the most part, you're not going to be able to do that. Even if you're truck hunting, you're going to have to get off the road quite a bit to, uh, to harvest the animals that you're looking for. Now, sometimes they do. Sometimes they're right there and... Heaven knows I've I've been able to uh, walk off the road about 20 feet and and get some great animals, but I would say the majority you uh, you have to you know get off the road and you're going to be hauling that animal back out of where it's at on your back, going back to the backpack. It has that load shelf. So nice to do that. Um, so you want a good set of game bags. So this is the Argali ultra lightweight large game bags. I love these bags. Um, they have been fantastic for me. They weigh again nothing. If you can't, if you haven't figured it out by now, I like really lightweight. I don't like carrying a lot of weight on my back. I'm pansy. Um, I, I like I like to save the weight for my my optics. But um, this has four bags in it. They're big bags. They'll each fit uh, an elk hindquarter in them, so you can easily pack out a whole elk with these these four bags. Um, they're a little bit more rigid, and so. I've used those, and you guys are all, you know, the people that have used game bags are going to know exactly what I'm talking about. I've used those stretchy, uh, cheap bags in the past. I call them the condom bags because they, they roll up kind of like a condom does. So I know that's not PC, but it's the truth. It's what they look like. Um, I can make a joke about that, but I, I'll, I'll keep that to myself. But those ones, they just stretch too much, and, and they don't really protect the meat like you want them to. So what do you want a game bag to do? Well, one, you want it to be able to hold the meat. You want it to be able to breathe so that the meat can cool and cure. Um, but you also want it to be able to keep things out like flies and other insects because flies get in there, they blow the meat, and, and it's ruined. And so you want a good quality game bag that will protect it protect the meat from that and then also give it some structure so like when you're putting it in your backpack it's not just stretching and molding all over this actually kind of keeps it in a, in a good mold and so i went with these I, again I, I love these argali uh, game bags they have been fantastic don't weigh anything i will say i am going to change well i'm going to try something different once if i wear these out and i guess not even if i, I do need to i want to try the qu ones um, cause Kuyu, they're, they're ultra lightweight as well. And, and they're just, the, they're about the same size. And the reason I want to try them out is they have a zipper on them, which I think is kind of cool because then I can put like when I'm backpacking, I can put all my food bags. I put them, I put my food in Ziploc bags. I've learned that from a couple other people, you know who you are. And, um, <clears throat> I can put all my food in that and then, and then put it in my pack and it kind of keeps it all nice and, and where it needs to be. Then once I get to camp, I can take that out put the game bags back in the back in the carrying bag and in my backpack and then fill it up with meat. The food's gone because we've been camping and then, you know, hike out. So I really want to try the Kuyu ones. If you guys have tried those before, I'll, I'd love to hear from you. Let me know um, what you think about those Kuyu game bags. If you've liked them, great. Or if you haven't, why not? Uh, maybe, I'd, maybe I shouldn't try them. Uh, I'll be interested to hear what you guys say, but Love the Argali game bags. These guys have been, these these uh, bags have been fantastic, but you'll definitely want those coming out west when you're when you're hunting. So, and speaking of meat, <laughs> uh, when you're cutting up your meat, you're going to want a good knife. 
So I'm probably going to get a little bit of hazing about this, you know, because a lot of people are like, oh, you need to, as a man, you need to be able to sharpen your knife and have a good edge on it. I know how to sharpen a knife. I'm a Boy Scout. I, I know how to do that. And I do have knives that are, you know, fixed blade. But I have switched over to this outdoor edge knife. <clears throat> I love this outdoor edge knife. It's a replaceable blade knife, and that's kind of where I've gone to for all my knives, whether it be a Havilon or a couple other brands. Um, I do have a goat knife, which is kind of sweet, but let's be honest, when I go hiking and, and hunting, it sits over there on the cabinet. I really don't take it with me. This is kind of my everyday knife. It actually still has some stuff on it. Uh, I'm going to blame that on on Chad because I think that's from Chad's deer. Boy, for an everyday knife, I, I haven't cleaned this for a, for a minute. But the, these outdoor edge knives are really nice. There's a little button right here. You just press it. You pop the blade off. You put it somewhere where it's not going to stab you in the foot. Put a new blade on it, and you're back to a fresh blade. It, you know, if you're coming from out east and you've never killed something like an elk, you know, elk are huge. Moose are huge. Um, one knife, one fixed blade knife, you're probably going to go through a blade on that and have to stop and sharpen it and you know whatnot i love this because you know even if i've got to gut the animal which i very rarely do but if even if i've got to gut the animal change the blade skin the animal change the blade debone the animal whatever um i can do that and it's super easy to do it the blades are cheap um they they actually i've i've actually i didn't gut the the elk but i skin the elk quarter the elk and debone the elk all with one blade from outdoor edge so um really love these knives i've got two of them the only reason that i have two of them uh because i mean they're these are well built i think these things will last forever but i did buy this second one again my other one's over there on the on the bench the reason i bought this one is because i wanted the orange when you're out you know dressing an animal it's pretty easy to set your knife down and lose it and so i did this this orange so that i wouldn't do that so it's the only reason i bought another one but I love my outdoor edge knives. They're fantastic. And I highly recommend if you're coming out here to uh, to have one. Let me go back to optics for a minute and 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 talk about another item that I think you need to have. So this is a rangefinder. This is the Vortex Razor HD 4000. Um, I did a video on this called, do you really need a 4000 yard rangefinder? Answer is yes, by the way. Uh, <laughs> um, I love this rangefinder. If, you, if you're coming out here, you're it's kind of hard to read the terrain um, I mean it's really hard to read the terrain anywhere but you know when you're looking distances of two miles with your spotting scope and then you're also looking at deer and stuff 10 20 yards it really messes with you so it's really nice to have a good rangefinder now I know a lot of people have rangefinders in the binoculars and great idea if you want to do that great um, it's not for me uh, I, a lot of people are like, oh, it's because of the weight, right? Well, not really, because I'm carrying this and a binocular. And yes, binoculars with a rangefinder in them are heavy, but probably no more heavier than this and my binoculars together. My reason for this is when I'm archery hunting, I like to be able to just slowly pull a little thing up, range it, and pull it down rather than my whole big old binoculars, range it, big old binoculars back in the pouch. This is just super easy for me to use. I Usually when I'm stalking in close, I'll just clip it onto my belt or even just put it in my pocket if I'm wearing a jacket and pull it out, range, put it back in. It's super quiet and it's small. Uh, do you really need a 4,000 4, yard range finder? Again, I said yes, but 
they are a little bit expensive. This is again the, the upper echelon for for rangefinders. It's the best one there is in my book. Um, it does everything that you would ever want a rangefinder to do, and it does it quickly. It's super clear. Uh, it's got a seven power monocular, so a lot of times I'll just pull this up for my my binoculars to to look at an animal because it's super easy and lightweight. You don't have to have this rangefinder. Vortex makes some other ones. Um, again, in that video, I talked about the uh, Viper, the Diamondback, and, and some of these other models that they have. They, they're the reason that uh, you may not need this one is because like those ones don't have the as high of yardage. You know, it may only go to two thousand yards or fourteen hundred yards or or whatever, depending on what you're doing with it. But um, for the price, it really is nice having one that goes out as far as this one does. We do some long range shooting, so it, you kind of have to have this. But, um, you know, even if you're not like looking for that shot on an animal, I'll use this to determine like, okay, that animal is, you know, 2,600 yards away. I need to close that gap to 800 yards or 700 yards to make my shot. So that's how far I've got to get to. And so I'll look on Onyx, put a, map, a dot on the map where I need to get to, knowing that that's going to be about that seven, 800 yard shot. And I'm good to go. So, or 400 yards or three, I'm just throwing out numbers. Don't, don't jump all over me because I'm shooting 800 yards on an animal. I'm just putting out, I'm putting numbers out there. So you guys understand what I'm, what I'm saying. So great, uh, great range finder in my eyes, you got to have it out here. Um, whether it's in your binoculars or whether it's in a handheld, whether it's a 4,000 yard range finder, whether it's a 1400 yard range finder. Um, I think that you, you have to have this, uh, cause take the guessing out of it. Don't guess on how far that animal is before you shoot it. Just just know what it is. So, all right. The last thing that I want to put on here. So a couple of weeks ago, I did a, a Monday morning quick tip on action cameras. So I got my new my. Uh, well, I've got a couple GoPros. I got I just bought a new one. It's back here. That's why I keep like looking like that. Um, I got my new GoPro, and you know having a camera is definitely a necessity. Even if you don't have a channel that you're doing stuff on, or you know it's a business or whatever. I think even from a personal standpoint, you should video your hunts because it is so fun to go back. I made a video for my brother-in-law, Jed, on his elk hunt last year. It's a, it's hilarious and fun, and it's just just to go back and reminisce is great. Um, most of the hunts I go on, I, I video. not Again, not just for the channel, but for my own selfish reasons. I, I love to go back and watch those videos. So if you've watched some of our videos, you'll notice that um, some of those animals are a long ways away. And, and the way that I'm able to do that is with a phone scope. So with a phone scope, I can attach this to my uh, spotting scope and video that animal a long ways away, good quality video through my phone. Phones are amazing nowadays with the quality that they have uh, for, for video. And, um, you know, there's quite a few different products out there for digiscoping. We're actually testing a, a couple of them. Um, Got a, a sweet setup with another one, just to just to try some some different things and and you know see which one's better. Uh, for me, it's always been phone scope. Uh, phone scope. I, I've been with them since the the early days of, of phone scope. Um, actually, with the the owner before it was before they even started phone scope, they had another brand that uh, we were part of because they're here local in southern Utah. But um, Phone scope is is awesome. Is it the best one? Uh, again, for me, it is. Is it perfect? No. You know, I I really don't like this this round objective thing in my pocket. It doesn't you know look good. <laughs> it doesn't fit in a pocket the best. But um, 
I still do it. It doesn't bother me that much. Um, I just like it because I can have my phone in there, throw it on really quickly, video, take it off, put it back in the pocket, and and go along with my day. So during the hunting season, my phone stays in this case all season long, and I can video and and take it off very, very easily. So again, we're testing some other ones just to try them, just to make sure that uh, the phone scope is still the, the best one in our books. So stay tuned for some other reviews and, and whatnot. But get yourself a, a phone scope, a digiscoping system, and, and video your guys' hunts. Uh, again, I, I can't say that enough. Take advantage of, of the technology that we have. And I, I promise you, you will not regret doing it. Your kids, your family, everybody will love watching those videos and, and getting to experience somewhat what what you experience. I've had a lot of people watch my uh, Alaska caribou and Sitka blacktail hunt. If you haven't watched it, check it out. It's a cool video. But for me, it's going back and reminiscing on how fun of a trip that was. You know, it's so enjoyable. And so anyways, get you a system and, and video your hunts. And I promise you, you'll you'll be happy that you did. So that's my 10 items that I feel like are at the top of that list of things that I feel like you need to have if you come out west hunting. There's definitely some honorable mentions. <clears throat> Excuse me. The, the solar panel is one of them. My crispy boots, I, you know, getting a good pair of boots is huge. If you're going to be hiking a lot, you'll want a really good pair of boots. I love my crispies. There's Zamberland. There's Canatrek, um, <clears throat> a bunch of different kinds, but I, I love I love the crispies, and they've done very well for me. Um, if you're going to be truck hunting or side-by-side -side hunting, you can go to, like, Cabela's, get a Cabela's brand or even a Walmart. I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> and... Uh, you know, get those and, and you can definitely make do with those boots. But uh, the, the Krispies are pretty amazing. Uh, trekking poles are, are another thing, but again, more for backpacking and hiking. So if you're going to truck, you don't need your trekking poles. So a lot of these honorable mentions um, that I, I could put out there. But I feel like, just to recap, backpack, really good backpack, um, binoculars, uh, headlamp, all, well, headlamp, power bank, game bags, knife, phone scope, rangefinder, spotting scope. Actually, you know what? There's one that I did not put up here, and it's actually probably one of the most important items. It's under the desk. It's hiding from me. You guys thought you were done with me. There's one item, one more item to finish out the tank because that was nine. Number 10, tripod. Make sure you get you a good tripod. Uh, this is Vortex uh, Ridgeview carbon fiber tripod. I gotta make sure to yeah Ridgeview carbon fiber tripod. They make the summit that's a little bit uh, smaller. There's we have a video up on that, but um, doesn't have to be a carbon fiber. I'm videoing right now on Vortex's aluminum tripod, but make sure you have a good solid tripod. We talked about the the spotting scope. We talked about the binoculars. Spending a lot of time behind glass, you're gonna do it. Um, I hope you do it anyways. It'll help you be more successful. But to do that, you gotta have a good tripod there's some other great ones out there man frodo makes a really nice one slick makes a nice one my buddy chad just bought one at the western hunting hunting and conservation expo but i can't remember what brand it was but anyways there's a ton of really nice tripods out there i love this vortex one though i would highly i'd recommend it to anybody it doesn't weigh hardly anything because it's carbon fiber i've got again the outdoorsman's uh, adapter on it so i got the stud on my <clears throat> binoculars and the adapter on, on the tripod. 
makes it easy. I can just snap it in really quick. I'll do a review on that here pretty soon. But um, it's, it's a sweet little setup, and I love it, and it, and it works. And been using it for a very, very long time. So get you a good tripod. Make all the difference in the world for Western game, big game hunting. So, all right, that is 10 items. So, again, favorite 10, 10 items for, for Western big game hunting. Highly recommend it for anybody and everybody that's going to be coming out to the West to be hunting. And, again, all these items really could be used anywhere. And so that's what's cool about it is if you were to pick these items up this year as you're headed out uh, out here for your hunts, you would use you could use these items hunting anywhere in the world. But um, I feel like they're a necessity out here hunting in the West. Throw All these can be thrown in your backpack and taken very easily. So I am curious, though. You guys, uh, let me know what items you feel like should make this list of, of the top 10 or if you, what, what's your top 10 items for Western big game hunting. Do you agree with my list? Are there some of these items you're like, hey, that's a great item, but this is a better one? Like, is there a better power bank than the Poseidon Pro from from Dark Energy? Or uh, is there a better headlamp than the Peaks equipment? I'd love to know your guys' thoughts on, on what you feel like is the best equipment out there um, and what you would recommend, what what you would change, what you take away from this list, what you would add to. So please leave some comments below. Love to hear from you guys on, on some of the things that you feel like that you would uh, add, take away, or change on this list. So we, we appreciate you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Uh, this was a lot of fun to do this podcast. Um, I appreciate this gentleman for uh, for asking us this question. If you guys have any other questions that you want to ask us, please do so. Uh, my email is H. So that's T-E-R-R-O-N-H at ehunter.com. E-H-U-N-T-R.com. Um, I'm Taryn. Seth's is, is similar. His is uh, Seth K at ehunter.com. Uh, send us an email. Ask us any questions. Um, if it's a great question like this and it's something that we can do a podcast around, we'd love to do that and a video around. I'll also put up an article about this as well so you guys can find that. But um, send us any questions that you have. We try to answer all the questions that, that come in. And um, also welcome any suggestions. If you guys have any suggestions of things that you'd like to see on the podcast, on the website, or changes, things that we can do better, love to hear from you guys on any of it. So appreciate you guys supporting the channel. Make sure that you like, comment, please subscribe. Please ask your friends to su subscribe. Helps us a lot. Also remember that there's going to be links below for all of these items. Um, some of the items we do get a commission on, just to be straightforward with you guys. So if you want to help out the podcast, click the links below and, and purchase these items. That'll help us with the, um, the podcast and being able to continue to pro provide this content for you all. So again, thank you guys for all the support. We appreciate all of you. Good luck on uh, all of your draw results. Let us know where you'll be hunting um, and when you'll be hunting, what species. Love to, to celebrate the successes with you. So appreciate you guys. We'll see you on the next one.